Hello and God bless you. This is uh, Pastor Jeremy of World Harvest Ministries. And as always, we are delighted to come to you again as we continue to discuss the current events and and the prophetic times uh, that we are living on this podcast. And we are so grateful to all our internet audience that are tuning in to hear uh, a word from God. We just want to remind you, uh, if you would help us, if these if these programs are being a blessing, we know they are. That you could help us, you know, tell others about this podcast that others can hear, and I know that it would be a blessing. Today, I'm excited. Uh, Pastor Fernando is joining me on the other line, and we are so excited, Pastor Fernando, of what God is doing, and and really the way God has been, the Holy Spirit has been directing. This is now our fourth podcast and how the, right. our conversations have, have developed, connecting the current events, connecting the, what the Bible says, and, 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 and finding a correlation with, with stories that we find in the Bible, like in the book of Jonah. But uh, before we go in, I'd like you to greet the people, Pastor. Amen. It's a, a privilege and a blessing again. Uh, I really, really mean that to, to come to God's people and uh, share the word of God. And to speak about uh, relevant things, really, um, uh, things that are taking place around the world, the, the, the prophetic signs that the Lord is giving us. Um, this is, like you said, our fourth uh, podcast uh, in this series that we've titled, uh, What in the World is Going On? Um, and yesterday we had a, an amazing, amazing discussion. It, we really had no structure to the discussion. We just kind of went with the flow and allowed the Holy Spirit to take us where he wanted to take us. Uh, uh, and we, we brought out some great truths along with myself and Brother Marty, who, by the way, is, is not going to be in the program today. He sends his greetings, um, but he will be with us in the following days. Um, and and it was such an interesting discussion that really I, I haven't been able to get it out of my my heart and spirit. Um, and And... And it's something that I feel we need to to continue to speak about. Um, yes. we've, we've gotten some uh, comments as you were sharing with me of people as far as Texas and all all around the nation and, and uh, sending their the comments. Uh, uh, I was blessed by a particular uh, uh, sister that you said that. Um, she, w- w- if you want to go ahead and t- uh, tell the audience what she said, uh, I'm sure it would bless them. Yes, uh, she was she was speaking about how much of a blessing and refreshing uh, to hear really a new voice, you know, on, on on the podcast. And just he says, you know, what I'm receiving. This is her her words. I'm receiving uh, manna from heaven, and she said something that that struck me. She says, much of the manna that you see is commercialized manna. And and I began to, to to think a little bit more on that, and, that, and that's a powerful statement. That even though the word is going out, but it's commercialized, you know. And right. what we're trying to do here is is a little different. We're just really, you know, opening our hearts. There's no agenda. We're not locked in in time or 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 what. We're just here to point out the things that are taking place. We're just three three brothers and. Uh, three ministers, and we're just trying to do what we can and, and really share our hearts and, and what God is saying uh, to discuss 
what God is saying, what, what is happening, specifically here in our nation, but not just our nation, literally all over the world, um, and to discuss discuss these things uh, biblically and, and really the prophetic times that we are living in. Right. And right, right. and uh our conversation man was, was tremendous the way the Holy Spirit really uh directed our conversation yesterday as we we through different aspects, but it all came again to what in the world is going on. I wanna before we start, uh, Pastor Fernando, uh, I wanted to give you just I wanted to give just a quick update on what is taking place uh, what took in, in Puerto Rico? Um, you know what? You know the before, devastation. Before you go, before you go there, um, I just uh, I want I want the audience to be praying for um, a a friend of the ministry, a man of God. Um, his name is uh, Brother David Vigil. Some of you who follow the ministry uh, might have seen him preach uh, in some of our crusades that we've held. Uh, he's, he's a true man of God, and, and right now he finds himself in a critical condition. And uh, I just want those that know how to pray to be in prayer for this man of God. You might not know him. Maybe you've seen him minister the word of God. But he, he is a true man of God, and and uh, we need those kind of men around as, as long as possible. And, and right now he's in critical condition. Um, it's one of the reasons as well that uh, Brother Marty's not here. Uh, he he, he conveyed the message to to me to to pray and i want us to pray before we get into the discussion uh pastor jeremy so let us pray heavenly father we know that you're the healer we know that you can do all things father we're asking lord that you will meet the need that you will touch lord our brother brother david vigil that you will heal him that you will touch him that you will give him strength that you will give him patience that you will give him peace of mind lord we know that the doctors may have a say, but Jesus has the last say, Lord. And, Lord, yes, we're yes. lifting them up before you, O oh God. And we're believing for a miracle, O oh God, that you will do a great work in his life and in his body. Lord, we're asking, Lord, that everything that, that is going through his body right now, that you will look over it, Lord, for you are in control of these things, O oh God. We're asking, Lord, that you will honor the man of God, that you will perform lord a great miracle and we believe it in jesus name god's people said amen and amen 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 praise god praise god so we started our first podcast and since then we've we really uh began to to speak about you know the eclipse right that, that took place on august 21st um right and and really all the things that began to happen about four days later, uh, uh, the Houston area was hit with with a hurricane, uh, Hurricane Harvey. Then Hurricane, um, I believe Hurricane Irma came to hit, to hit the Key West area of Florida and other parts. Um, then we had uh, Hurricane Katia, Jose, and and the last devastating one that we saw was the one that hit uh, Puerto Rico. And uh, I wanted to yes. give a quick update of what uh, what is taking place there. We know that uh, if you have seen the pictures, um, it, it literally looks like a a bomb hit that place. I mean, the, just the devastation uh, that yes. is taking place. Uh, the experts have said that it will take a few months 
possibly even up to four to six months to restore electricity. But uh, just lately, what, I, what I've been hear, hearing is that uh, there is a shortage of drinking water in, in Puerto Rico. Right, right. Think, think about it. Think about it, Pastor Fernando. They say that more than 3.4 million residents are scrambling to find clean water. And, and the wow. experts, this is what the experts, they say that um, that this is, that what's really looming is a public health crisis, you know, posed right. by the, you know, the damage, the island's damaged water and so forth. And and so um, there's a great need in, 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 in that part of the world. And really, uh, all of the Caribbean islands around there and the other islands that are there really have uh, suffered greatly, suffered greatly. And, and all of this, you know, it's, it's coinciding uh, with the times that we are living because Puerto Rico is part of the United States, right? And uh, it's 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 a part of of our country, and and we have been speaking how God is is really through signs. Uh, you know, uh, the the scripture we read from in Genesis one fourteen that they shall be signs in the heavens. And so forth, right. and, and so God is, is, is speaking to us, Pastor. Um, and I know, um, I, you know, as we were speaking before the program, we, we felt led to go into Matthew chapter twelve and verse thirty-eight. So I want to leave you right now, Pastor, and, and, and begin to share some of the things that we were discussing. Yeah, we we spoke about we're talking about all these hurricanes. I mean, uh, the scientists are calling them superstorms. Uh, and and, mm. and scientists uh, were fearing uh, uh, the approach of this hurricane season that has has, uh, has literally <laughs> touched our nation. Um, and uh, they say that they have not seen hurricanes like this since they started recording hurricanes. Um, so, wow. so we see the the hurricanes taking place. We see earthquakes taking place, and and all this is happening. Uh, uh, all this started to transpire uh, after an eclipse, a solar, a total solar eclipse took place in our nation, uh, which was only visible from our nation. Now, now, yes. you know, you may say, well, maybe it's just a, a, a random occurrence. You know, again, a total solar eclipse is, is something that happens quite often. But for for a total solar eclipse to take place in America, where it's only visible in America, and then followed by these uh, natural disasters and, and, and earthquakes that took place uh, near the coast of, of, of Mexico and so forth and so on, and, 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 uh, and not just that, but the political unrest that is taking place in our nation and around the world and things that pertain to Israel and how uh, we treat Israel and uh, all these things tie up, and, and could it be that God is saying, hey, I'm sending you a sign. You know, Brother Marty brought out the great point, a, a total solar eclipse is where uh, the moon uh, is before the sun and blocks the light of the sun that hits the earth. Uh, could that be that God is saying that uh, your light has gone out, I'm, 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 you're in complete spiritual darkness? Mm-hmm. That's amazing to behold. Now, now, we know in Scripture, we're, we're not off base here, we know that the Bible says in uh, Genesis uh, 1.14, in the first page of the Bible, by the way, uh, that 
the Lord said this, God said this, I put signs in the heavens in the firmament. Uh, he says to divide the day from the night. Said, yes. And they will be for signs. And that word signs yes. in the Hebrews means it's markers or uh, uh, an omen, a, a foretelling. Yeah, a signal, a foretelling of, of future uh, of the future. Um, or it could also mean a miraculous sign. Uh, uh, it, it could be uh, a miraculous sign that's going to take place that, that God is sending a sign in the heavens or putting forth a sign in the heavens of a miraculous sign or something miraculous that's about to take place on the earth. Uh, or it can be a warning to a nation um, and so forth yeah. and so on. Uh, and, and, and he said for signs and for seasons, um, there's certain seasons uh, uh, that are very important in, in human history or in the world's history. And God will begin to send, put, send signs or put forth signs in the heavens um, at important times in, in, in world history. And, and what follows those signs are important events. Um, and you could go down, down the list in history, and we see that uh, many of the important events in history were preceded by signs in the heavens yeah. or, or followed uh, by signs in the heavens. Um, so we're not off base when we're saying that it could it be uh, that God, in, on August 21st, when the total solar eclipse took place here in America, that God was trying to get our attention. Now, some right. of you may say, well, well, didn't Jesus say, uh, you know, that a wicked and uh, evil and adulterous sign or uh, adulterous generation seeketh a sign? And and that's where we're going to read from because we were touching touch bases on the story of Jonah, and we're going to go to Matthew twelve, uh, verse uh, what verse thirty eight thirty eight, and we're gonna yeah. we're gonna take our text from there for a few minutes uh, and, and speak about this. And 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 the Word of God says, then certain of the scribes and of the Pharisees answered. Now, he, here he's dealing directly with the religious establishment of the day. Now, mind mm -hmm. you, he had just delivered a demon-possessed man who was blind. He had healed him. He had opened mm -hmm. his eyes, and he had delivered him of demon possession. He had just given them a sign. And now right. here... Uh, they're asking him for a sign. <laughs> and he says, Then certain right. of the scribes and of the Pharisees answer, saying, Master, we would see a sign from thee. Give us a sign. Jesus said this, but he answered and said unto them, An evil and an adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. And there shall no sign be given to it but the sign of the prophet Jonas. For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh shall rise in judgment with this generation and shall condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonas. And behold, a greater than Jonas is here. Hallelujah. Well, we know, hallelujah, we know that, 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 um, uh, the sign of Jonah speaks of the death, burial, and resurrection uh, of our Lord Jesus Christ. We know that resurrection speaks of the coming of the Lord. Uh, 
the Bible says, for the dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort ye one another with these words. So the sign of Jonah is the sign of Christ's coming. Now, as Jesus is telling them that he would give them the sign of Jonah, he was in the earth. Mm. He had come. Yes. He had been given them signs. He had been performing the ministry that God had called them to, but yet they could not see or would not believe or completely rejected his ministry. And not only that, rejected him as the son of God. We know also there's a there's a principle. We know that the sign of Jonah uh, is the sign of Christ's coming because there's a principle in Scripture that says one day with the Lord is as a thousand years, and a thousand yes. thousand years with the Lord uh, is as one day. Uh, so yes. we know that we are uh, past two thousand years uh, since Jesus came to the earth. Uh, we're literally entering the third. Uh, uh, the third millennial, so to speak, or the third day, if one day with the Lord is a thousand years and a thousand years uh, as one day, uh, we are entering the third day uh, or or 3,000 years since Christ came to the earth, which tells us um, that if Jesus rose on the third day, uh, then we are the generation that will be experiencing the coming of the Lord. Um, so yes. we we are literally there. We're at the cusp of 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 of, of Jesus coming and the eastern sky splitting, and and the Son of Man returning back to the earth. So Jesus was telling that generation, uh, he was saying, "Listen, I'm going to give you the sign of Jonah." But also we know that in the days of Jonah, as we laid out um, uh, the last podcast, uh, Brother Marty so beautifully laid out, um, uh, Jonah was sent to Nineveh to, to, to tell them that, that, that their sin had reached uh, the throne of God and God was displeased with their sin and, and God was giving them 40 days. In other words, they were on the clock. Amen. Right. right. You know, uh, Pastor Fernando, if I can elaborate. Go ahead. I wanted just to elaborate a little bit more on what, what you're saying about the times of Jonah. Uh, there was a this is verifiable. This is in history, what I'm going to tell you. There was yes. a solar eclipse that took place that was seen in yes. Nineveh. Uh, history records the date of June 15, 763 B.C. And and yes. they say that this omen was one of the omens which also led, not just Jonah's preaching, but, but which led Nineveh to repent. And, and history... And, and reading a little bit, going into the history of this time, they say that also in that time, when all these things were taking place in Nineveh, within Nineveh, there was a civil war going on. Think about wow. it. And plagues. We're, we're trying to make a correlation, right, of what took place in the times of Jonah and what is taking place Let's speak here about our nation. What is taking place here in our nation with the signs? And, and, and as I was reading that, the civil war that was taking place is exactly what is taking place within our nation. We have a nation that is divided. Completely. We have a nation completely 
absolutely divided and plagues that's another thing that was moving in that time plagues that are that are we're beginning to see sicknesses and 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 so many things that are coming out especially with these hurricanes oh the, it's going to create a lot more sicknesses there's a health crisis that's the one Puerto right. Rico the Houston area all that there's a health crisis I mean it's like the Lord wow, is showing us point. The, the parallels from the times of Jonah to the times that we we're living. But what's amazing is that a solar eclipse took place in that time. But with the difference or in, that we see here that the Bible says what we read, that Nineveh repented at the preaching of Jonah. But I, but I just wanted to make that, that parallel, that correlation there of some of the things no. that were going on in the times of Jonah. Yes. No, no, no. Uh, feel free to jump in whenever. Uh, that, that's a great point. Uh, that uh, a an eclipse, a total solar eclipse, took place prior to uh, uh, the Lord sending His prophet to warn Nineveh uh, to repent. Uh, and and NASA records nation. that. Yeah, a Gentile nation, by the way. Good point. Uh, as we are a Gentile nation. And and right. NASA uh, records this eclipse. I think it was called the Assyrian eclipse. Um, yes. There's another name for it, but you can go ahead and Google it and 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 see for yourself uh, that indeed uh, during that particular time frame where Jonah would be sent to to Nineveh, uh, a total solar eclipse took place. Um, God was speaking to Nineveh. Hey, and 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 they understood in those days. Uh, uh, they understood that whenever uh, something like that took place, a cosmic event, that it was an omen, it was a harbinger, uh, that that God was trying to say something. Um, and 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 indeed, we know that Nineveh repented. Um, so so the Lord was telling uh, the generation of His day, and we're making that parallel with with the uh, the generation of Jesus Christ, uh, the the days of Jonah, and Him prophesying to Nineveh. Uh, and and we're making that parallel with what's taking place in our nation today. It's very similar, very similar. God is 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 shaking, shaking the earth as we speak here in our nation and around the world. Um, and and the Lord Jesus Christ told the Pharisees and told that the generation of the day, He said, "Listen, you're on the clock. You're being." <laughs> you're being weighed on in the balance and, and you're either going to be found wanting or you're going to repent. But the time clock has began. Mm. And we know what took place in the days of, of, of Jesus Christ. Um, uh, the establishment, the people of that day, um, by and large, rejected him and ultimately yes. crucified him. And I feel... I feel we are following along those same footsteps as a nation. Yes. Remember this. Jesus, here in this uh, particular passage in Matthew 12, he's addressing the religious leadership. Mm. He had just, mm -hmm. just performed an amazing sign. We know that he had raised yeah. the dead. We know that he had cleansed the leper. We know that, that, that he opened up blinded eyes. We know that he would cause the lame to walk. We know that, 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 that the, 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 the dumb would speak. He was performing yes. miracles. 
turning water into wine, right? He was doing all these things. But when it came to this particular miracle where he would uh, deliver a demon-possessed man and open his blinded eyes, Jesus, in the healing of this man, in the deliverance of this man, was speaking to the religious establishment and showing them to this man what their condition really was. Think about that for a moment. Yes, yes. That means that as that man was blind, so were they. As that man was full of the devil, didn't Jesus say things that didn't say things like to the Pharisees that the devil was their father? <laughs> yes, that's what he said. Yes, so they yes. were full of the devil because they were rejecting the Son of God. That's amazing. Wow, we, we know wow. we know uh, Jesus uh, brought out uh, in in Matthew twenty four uh, when the disciples asked him concerning the signs of the uh, of the end times and of his coming. He said that many uh, false Christs would arise in the last days, and, right? And and that that a spirit, a, a a demonic spirit, would come over men who would speak hmm. to to uh, well, the word antichrist to be literally means to to be like Christ or instead of Christ, right? Right. Uh, right. They would seek the the honor and of men, but will not declare mm. his coming. They would not lift right. up Jesus, but they would lift up themselves and their own agenda. Mm. Yes. Yes. That's what we see taking place. That's why there's an eerie silence in our pulpits here in America, uh, and. And we see the devastation that's taking place. Uh, uh, I mean, look look what happened in Houston with one of our the biggest. They say the biggest preacher with the biggest largest church in America. You know, uh, <laughs> the media got on him because uh, they they said that he wouldn't open the doors to help people. You know, only until he got to, pressured to do it. <laughs> yeah, only until he got pressured into opening the doors did he do it. Uh, it was it a sign from God? Did he allow Harvey to touch Houston, Texas, where America's greatest church and greatest preacher was at to see what they would do? And and we know what they didn't do. It was an indictment. Right. It's also known as the Bible Belt. Yeah, it's also known as the Bible Belt. It was was an indictment not not just to that preacher in that particular church, but but, uh, the world sees sees the the in that pastor and church doing what they did they put the whole church into that basket right right the whole church world at large here in this nation and it's it's only a picture yeah. a microcosm of of the issue that is the issues that are plaguing the church here in america right you know you know pastor you you said something so powerful in regards to the time clock, the prophetic time clock, you know, is America in a time clock right now? You know, I, I there's also such a tremendous parallel there that I see when you study the book of Jonah. You know, uh, basically, the time clock that we're talking about cannot start until, see, God always uses his prophet, his servant to declare 
to bring a warning. And, and, and once the warning is given, there is no excuse. You see, uh, God could, could not fully deal with Nineveh until his prophet Jonah would deliver the message. And once the prophet Jonah did it, he began to, to go out and through the street shouting. This was his message. Found in chapter 3, verse 4, Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey, and he cried, and he said, here's a time clock, yet 40 days, mm. and Nineveh shall be overthrown. The moment those words were declared, God's clock, clock began, as, and then the Holy Spirit began to deal with the kings, with even the animals. Man, my wow. God. Yeah. Even the animals. And, and, and what I'm saying, we're not putting here times or, or days. What we're trying to tell you is that, that, that God is raising up his men, his prophets, to begin to set forth as a shofar, to give a, a, a warning of what is taking place through the signs and through Down the, the alarm, that right. taking place. It's to sound that alarm. And that's, and that's, and that's what we're doing and, and see, in the moment the alarm is sound, the people have no excuse. And, and see, regardless, you know, mo, you know the, the things that are happening, preachers are quiet right now. Preachers are saying nothing. Uh, preachers are, are, are building up their own ministries, you know, their own doctrines. But, but God still has 7,000 prophets, as he said, right, in the yeah. last year that have yeah. not bowed down, that are hidden. They're in caves, but they're going to come out with a message to warn God's people. That's why, if, if you notice the urgency in our voices, uh, the urgency that you're feeling is because of what is taking place, of what is happening. God's servants, they know what God is saying. It's not just knowing right. these are the end times, but it's knowing what to do. It's knowing right. what to do in this hour. And so what, what I wanted to bring out is another parallel that, 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 you know, the moment Jonah began to open his mouth, the time clock began. He began to say 40 days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Yeah, I want to, again, just, yeah, that's, that's powerful. Uh, are, we setting, are we saying that in 40 days a miracle will be destroyed? Yeah. No. Uh, are we saying that, you know, uh, well, what we are saying is this, that it's very evident that we have gone so far away from God as a nation. In just the last 30 years, we went from being, from, from Christianity, from America being a Christian nation, to now where um, Christianity is, is the enemy. Think about like that. that of the progressive leftist movement that is taking place in this nation. Right. In a short matter of time. Yes. So so as the as the prophet Jeremiah said, shall or, or, or the Lord said through the prophet Jeremiah, shall I not visit a nation for this? Mm, that's good. Look, look what Isaiah said in chapter one. He said this why should you be stricken anymore? Yes. Should I continue to, 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 to chastise you? Should I continue to, 
to to send signs to get your attention and send calamity after calamity after calamity. He says, it's like God was saying to the prophet Isaiah, this doesn't even work anymore. Yes. Become immune to my judgments. My God. Yes. He would say the whole head is sick and the whole heart yeah. faint. It's powerful yeah, what you're reading. He, he, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I wanted to say, he, he would say, the Lord would say, I have nourished you. I have brought you yes. up as children, and yet you have rebelled against me in Isaiah 1. <laughs> he says, the animal knows his owner, but my people don't know me. Yeah, the ox Amazing. knows his owner. That's right, right, right. Right. You know, the beast knows his owner, but my people don't know me. I mean, this nation we know was founded in, in the in the Judeo principles. Uh, and we are a, a Christian nation. Yes, we are. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob was and is the God of this nation. But we have yes. completely rejected him. And the prophet Isaiah said, shall you be stricken anymore? I mean, what else can I do? I've sent signs. Right. I've sent hurricanes, right. devastation, earthquakes here in the West Coast. You know, uh, we're in the West Coast, and, and they're always talking about the next big one. You know, the, the next big earthquake. And, and and those who are old enough to remember, we remember, remember the, the earthquakes that took place in 89 and 91 and the devastation that it caused. And... Uh, uh, you know, and and, the, and there's always talks about the next big one and, and and so forth and so on. And the Lord says, shall you be stricken anymore? He says, for what? You will revolt. You will re rebel more and more. This is where the issue lies. I, the prophet Isaiah uh, bears this out. He says, the whole head is sick. Yes. We know that in Scripture, heads are a type of leadership. Yes, they are. The problem of America lies at the very top with our leadership, with our political leaders, and 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 and, and Congress and and the Supreme Court, who who are trying to pass laws that are contrary to the Word of God. But I'll take it a little further. The true leadership of a nation is not political; it's yes. spiritual. Yes. The reason why our nation is the way it is is because preachers have compromised, have yes. sold out. Preachers yes. have ceased to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. They have gone astray preaching uh, uh, doctrines of their own devices, doctrines, money doctrines, mm. grace, hyper-grace doctrines. And they have forgotten to, 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 to preach the gospel to save the sinner. Yes. yes. To preach that Jesus Christ saves, that Jesus Christ heals, that Jesus Christ baptizes with the Holy Ghost, that Jesus Christ is coming again. The whole head is sick. And because of yes. it, the whole heart faint. Mm. The heart of this nation has always been... Those who fear the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It says, from the sole of the foot even unto the head, there is no soundness. Mm. No soundness in it, but wounds. We're wounded and bruised 
nation and church yeah. in America and putrefying sores. It's Lord. always been the job of the preacher to bound up the wounded, the bruise, to pour in the oil and the wine, as Jesus Christ did. Yes. How is it that we do that as ministers of God by the preaching of the gospel? That is how we bound the, the wounded. That is how we, we, we heal the, the bruise and, and those with putrefying sores that sin leaves in their, in their lives. It says they have not been closed, open wounds, neither bound up, neither uh, mollified with ointment. And then he says this, because of that, your country is desolate. Your cities are burned with fire. Your land, strangers devoured it in your presence. And it's desolate as overthrown by strangers. 9-11, first time yes. America was ever attacked in our own soil by strangers whose language we know not, as the prophet Jeremiah said. They're an ancient people. They came into yes. America. God allowed his hedge of protection to be removed as a sign to wake us up, to tell us, hey, you're not right, America. The preachers in America are not right. And our land, since 9-11, notice, that was what, 16, 17 years ago, Pastor Jeremy? Uh, yes. Uh, that infamous day changed the world forever. Forever. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And we see the yes, consequences it of it today. Right. See, and, and it's so important for you that are listening. You may say, well, I'm not a preacher. I'm not behind a pulpit. But we're telling you these things because the Holy Spirit wants you to consider these things. To consider what we are telling you to consider and and analyze the times that we are living. Yes. To analyze the, the times that the, the the things that are that are taking place. There's a reason and I believe, you know, you that are listening, you that are under our voice, you're hearing these these podcasts, the Lord is, is divinely is divinely connecting us. He's given us a warning. He's he's telling us these things to wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake wake up America. Wake up church. Wake up if you're a minister, a pastor, a preacher. Wake up. Wake up in this hour. The the signs are clear. The signs are evident. The signs are are are, are, are direct. God is speaking to our nation. Who will respond? What will we do? Yes. We're literally experiencing, uh, I believe, in the prophetic time clock, it's, we're approaching that midnight hour. Amen. Everything is about to wrap up. Yes. Jesus Christ is coming again. He's coming. Yeah. He's coming back. He's coming back. It's something that, that is so rarely heard, Brother Fernando, in our pulpit is the preaching of the coming of the Lord. 
Yeah. I'm not speaking about just people mentioning it. No, really teaching, preaching, declaring it in this hour. You know, it, it's amazing because um, we know the, the principle in Scripture, and, and Isaiah said it. He said that the Lord declares the end from the beginning, the beginning from the end. And and we know that if that principle uh, uh, is true, then we know that prior to Christ's first advent or first coming, uh, his ministry was preceded by, uh, or, 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 or the Bible says that, that Jonah, or excuse me, uh, uh, John the Baptist began to prepare the way yeah. for the coming of our Lord. And he was the one that introduced them to the world, the Lamb of God. So if yes. we really believe uh, that Jesus is coming, we see the signs, we know that in these last days, before he comes, there will have to arise a John the Baptist yeah. and Elijah-like ministry. An Elijah-like church, right? mm. because that's the message of, of of the Holy Spirit in these last days. And the Book of Revelation says it, right? Mm-hmm. The Spirit in the bride says, "Come, come, Lord Jesus." Mm-hmm. That's the message, and and we know that as the as the day approaches, like you said, of of Christ this is coming, that uh, there there will arise a cry. That's what the midnight cry is about. A a cry arose at the midnight hour. A message, a a, a stirring mm. of the heart of the people mm. to declare, the bridegroom cometh. Hallelujah! He's coming. He's oh, coming. Yeah. He's yes. coming. And that's that's what we're sensing in these as we're doing these podcasts. We we <laughs> we we've we've uh, made up our minds that uh, it's clear to us that God is speaking to us that he's about to come. Yes. He's about to come. He's left signs in the heavens, right? Mm-hmm. The Bible says, day to day, uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. It says the sun is like, whenever you see the sun appear every morning, he said, the Bible says of the sun, it's like a bridegroom who's excited, who comes out of his chamber excited. And, and and we know in Jewish tradition that a bridegroom leaves his chamber to go receive his bride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? To go receive his bride. The chamber lays next to the father's house in which him and, and, and his and his newly uh, 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 and his new wife would live in, but he goes to get her. And that's the parable of the ten yes. virgins, the the the, the, uh, the virgins were supposed to be waiting for the bridegroom. And and so every morning when the sun pops up and rises right from the east and sets on the west, God is giving us a sign. Every day he speaks to us. When you see the sun, it speaks of my coming as the lightning shining from the east to the west. So shall the coming of the Son of Man be. This, when we look to the sun, we see in it a message from God saying, yes. I'm coming. Every day, Hallelujah. I'm coming soon. I'm coming soon. Right? The sun of righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. Amen. So, yes. Jesus Christ is coming, church. Are you ready? Hi, Lord. Are you ready to receive him? Are you ready to, to receive him? Because... Uh, Either we, as as the old preachers used to say, either we uh, accept them as savior or as judge. 
Mm. But let me tell you something. Yes. The Bible says that he came not to condemn the world. Yes. But Hallelujah. that by him the world might be saved. Shame. Well, you may say, you know what, God, man, God, God is a mean guy. Why does he allow us to go through all these things? Or, you know, doesn't sound fair to me. Well, the Bible says this: it is the goodness of God, my Lord, that leadeth men to repentance. Everything that is happening and that you're seeing is God's mercy and love for you. It's His goodness. That, is a, that he is allowing all these things to happen because he loves you. He desires that no man perish. And I sense in my heart, as, as I, I know you do too, Brother Jeremy, that there's some people that are listening. And I sense the presence of God dealing with a few people. I see them in my heart and in my mind as we speak. And, and the Holy Spirit has, has, has come to them with this word of, 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 of comfort, uh, that, that what they've been sensing and as opposed to what they've been seeing uh, uh, it's 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 what they heard today. What they're sensing is what God has been speaking to them, and 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 God wants to send a word of comfort to them. And and there might be someone that's listening. Maybe you just you just you were just skeptic. You just tuned in to see what what these uh, crazy people were saying. These crazy brothers, uh, these knuckleheads. <laughs> Brother Marty says, but, but you cannot deny what's taking place. You cannot deny it. And the Holy Spirit is, is dealing with your heart today. And let me tell you something. Yes. Today is the day of salvation, Jesus My Lord. Today is the day of salvation. And we're going to close this podcast out, and um, we're going to do the sinner's prayer. I'm going to have Pastor Jeremy do that sinner's prayer and lead you in it, and, and uh, I'm going to have him close this podcast. Go ahead, Pastor. Amen, amen. And really, it's it's just... Believe in God. Just just believe in this moment. Don't look at your circumstance. Don't look at what, whatever condemnation, whatever the enemy may be bringing to you. Just simply believe. I'm going to make a very simple prayer. And, and, and the most important thing is that you believe, that you believe it. Dear Heavenly Father, we, we come to you today, Lord, on behalf of those, God, who in this moment, Lord, say, Jesus... Yes. I want you to come into my heart this moment, God. Yes. I want you to come into my heart, Lord, and take a hold of every single thing in my being, my heart, my mind. Father, yes. that you would save me today, Lord. Save us and wash us in your precious blood, Lord. And Lord, and because we believe that you died and that you rose again, Lord. And if you just yeah. made that simple prayer, Lord, I believe that you died for me and you rose again, Lord, and I receive you into my heart. You are saved. Lord, and I also want to pray, Lord, for those who have, Lord, have feel far away from God, Lord. They've been hurt in church, they, 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 what they see, but then what they're sensing, they see the difference. And, but, but, but you're calling them back today in this hour, God, and and they feel the pull, the drawing of your Holy Spirit, God, dealing with people right now, God, that, Lord, that they would just simply, simply, Lord, surrender to you, Lord, and allow you to have your way in the hearts of people, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this podcast. We thank you because, as always, you are reminding us, Lord, that the coming of Jesus Christ is soon, Lord. 
It is imminent, yes. Lord. I pray, Lord, right now, Lord, I sense a burden for our nation here in America. Lord, I sense a burden, Lord, for the people, Lord, that 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 find themselves, Lord, in this time, Lord, in this country, Lord, and many are confused. Lord, many have flat out just turned their hearts away from you, God. But we pray, God, that your Holy Spirit would deal with hearts, God. We pray for our president. We pray, Lord, for our leaders. We pray for the preachers, God. We pray, God, that they would arise in this hour, God, and declare the coming of the Lord, God. Father, we pray, Lord, for all those, especially the people right now in Puerto Rico that find themselves, Lord, in a dire situation, Lord. Children or families that are being affected, God. Those that are still recovering, Lord, in the Houston area in the Florida area, in the other islands of the sea, Lord, that, Father, that even through this, Lord, we can see the mercy of God. And, Lord, these things can draw us to you, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing and for what you're going to do, Lord. And we give you all the honor and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And I pray that, and I know that if you have made this prayer, just simply believed in your heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, you are saved. We yeah. we want to thank you for tuning in with us today and and, and sharing this time uh, together as we have you know spoken on the Word of God. And if you want to get connected with us, uh, you can tune us in at our website at www.worldharvestministries.net. You can also access our Facebook through our way, web, through our website. And, and and see these podcasts or hear these podcasts or or be able to share these podcasts. And we pray that, you know, we have been a blessing to you. And if you'd like to know more, a little bit more about the ministry or, or our messages, they're free. You can hear them on our on our on our website. You can hear us or you there's articles and videos. They, they can they can email us at info at worldharvestministries.net. Uh again yes. you can email us at Info at worldharvestministries.net. Yes. If you have questions or comments, please email us to, to that website at info at worldharvestministries.net. And uh, we will be looking for you. Like we like to say here, keep looking up. Mis manos, maravilloso Jesús, milagroso
Stay right there, please. Hallelujah. 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 